This is Cher, author of Unbound, 100 Days of Intent, and Trauma Recovery Coach. I invite you to join me this week on another edition of Unbound as we unlock, unlearn, and unbind from the false beliefs that we hold about ourselves surrounding sexual abuse and domestic violence. The road to elimination of doubt runs via positivity, but positivity alone isn't enough. We need to figure out exactly what it is that substantiates our positivity. So, Sebastian, well, what proof do I have of my elimination of doubt? Well, there is the deliberate application of new self-conceptions to solidify my self-trust in my reality. What does that mean? It means that trust confirms me as a woman living deliberately unbound. Now, trust has been the elusive treasure that I have searched for, and it's essential to trauma recovery. How can we expect to live the life we desire after sexual assault, and or domestic violence if we do not trust ourselves. And because of that, I have not been able to, until recently, find my sweet spot of positivity without self-trust. Well, until I began my journey of self-awareness and discovery, life felt grossly cruel to me. I desperately wanted to feel good about the world. I wanted to feel good about myself, but I just didn't trust it or my place in the world. Well, then add to that my self and worldview, that lens was distorted by shame and mistrust. So let's bring this into the present moment. Now, I invite you to pay close attention for just a moment to what I'm about to say, especially some of the key words. Here we go. Okay, so you are going to start exercising today. You're going to exercise, and you are going to start losing weight and do it because you should. No excuses, no exceptions. You're going to do this because you should believe in yourself and take care of this nonsense of self-doubt once and for all. You should be happy and grateful for everything. You should be grateful. You know you should because everyone else. All right. How did that feel to hear? Yeah, no, it hasn't worked for me either. And at my age, 
I am now only figuring out that it hasn't been working. It doesn't work because there's no proof, no motivation, and combined with a lack of self-trust, should only adds to an already full bucket of shame. Well, whose beliefs are we whose beliefs are we living for? Ours or someone else's? If they're our beliefs, self-doubt and positivity may not be so much of a struggle. I once believed it was the right thing to do to remain silent to my experience of repeated sexual violation that occurred for almost 14 years or more of my childhood. That silence was responsible for holding my self-trust captive. Because I was operating under the should-be's of another person, I was completely unaware that there was a choice to be any other way. Now, a deeper awareness and understanding of what I was unaware of surrounding trust and positivity was cued after several personal lessons involving the impact of the bullshit of should. I followed those lessons acutely focused on the impact of should and the accompanying BS conditioning of my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs by the implications of that word. I felt almost obsessed by this, but this was proving to be a sane and consistent pursuit to confirm my self-trust. I was beginning to believe that there was something I was connecting to and I was putting the pieces together. Now, I don't believe it was an accident or circumstance that the word should entered into my journey at this time. I am convinced it has everything to do with my intent to unbind from mistrust. Now, I believe that anything Anything can be used to leverage positivity to remove my self-doubt. I've been proving that to myself. However, to arrive at that point, that took something more. I had to learn to detect, understand, and unlearn the BS effect of should, which I was served, consumed, and operated within as a survivor most of my life. Well, I know well enough that until I could trust and accept that I have a choice to create my self-conception and I can choose to be me by accepting what worked for me and rejecting that which did not 
nothing was going to change. Not my thinking or the belief that I was worthy of the effort to change. Now I was trapped in a bubble, believing the only way to be was how others said I should be. There is something significant that I have come to understand about myself from the time I began this journey up to the present moment of this writing. I've learned to believe that love does not equal trust, positivity, or confidence. I learned I could like myself in parts or whole and be okay with that. But it was still bothersome to me that I could not say with absolute certainty that I trusted myself as a survivor whose oxygen once was hypervigilance, I needed proof that I could trust myself. I had no other choice but to put into practice self-proving my knowledge and beliefs and to accept my reality that I am valuable. So which came first? Was it self-trust or self-love? Well, it was neither and it was both. Like I said, I had to become aware of what I was unaware of. Acknowledge this unawareness with self-kindness. Self-prove my worth through testing what I was discovering about myself and with confidence accept my new self-conception as defined by me. So what is self-proving? I'll answer that after this message from my sponsor. Welcome back. Now, self-proving. It is the effort to me to solidify what I am seeking to trust, including what I don't believe or trust. What I choose to embrace or make my own must make absolute sense to me. It must be useful and valuable. Not only must I be able to believe in the usefulness, but I must also be able to feel the difference. All right, for an example, if I'm just reading something positive or something that someone says is factual and will heal, fix, or improve me, this just doesn't work for me. What does work and make sense to me are self-conceptions that I resonate with and I can actively apply to see positive results. So let's consider the phrase, I am worthy merely because I exist. 
Now, I could not accept that as the sole reason for worthiness. Conditioning from extreme sexual and other abuses in childhood taught me to believe I am not worthy. I was taught to believe I must be good, pretty, charming, popular, useful, important, and deemed valuable by and to others, whole and unstained, thereby assigning me value. Well, this is a false belief that most of us are raised to subscribe to, and one that undermines efforts to trust our overall being. The effects of trauma I experienced obscured everything, including my ability to reason with my ego that I have choices. It wasn't easy, but I proved to myself through a process of leveraging awareness, discernment, and understanding against the twisted conditioning that was preventing me from challenging myself to trust my abilities and my worth. I was terrified that if I tested my knowledge through sharing or speaking out, I would only prove what an adult said to me multiple times as a child, (sighs) that I was simple-minded and should stick to making babies and housekeeping. Similar comments were made to me any time I explored with excitement what I wanted to be when I grew up. I secretly wanted more than anything to be a police detective or a lawyer for the power to make wrongs right. I gave up on those ideas until recently when I realized I am making wrongs right through my self-awareness and self-discovery journey. Paying deliberate attention to unbinding the feelings, beliefs, patterns, the habits that formed my former self-conception and careful, detailed examination of my self-trust has been taking place behind the scenes. So recently I explored a self-conception of life detective introduced to me through the Way of Impeccability Life Change Program. It was through the processes of this program that my way of being unbound was first formed. And from there, I began to unlock, unlearn, and unbind from the false feelings and beliefs of that conception. Well, as with police detectives, life detectives implicitly trust their intuition. They're attuned, aware, discerning, and understanding. They are confident in their abilities to sort the facts from the bullshit. 
They trust what they know because they have worked through every detail, no matter if it seems insignificant. Life detectives take nothing at face value. They insist on proof. They set about to unlock and unleash the veil of doubt with absolute impeccability in the effort to make right that which has been wronged. Well, all of this is me. Life detective Sharon Bound, unflinching, courageous, consistent, and persistent in my pursuit of self-trust. A few days ago, I wrote that choice is key to awareness. Now, without this recognition, I never would have made the connection to that or that trust is connected to intent, which is connected to what I learn. And for now, I trust the knowledge I can apply in my life. Trusting what I know means I trust the growth I am seeing and self-proving in my life. The more I unbind from the paradigm I was conditioned to live in, the more I allow myself to be and do what is appropriate for me. Many of us especially survivors, take for granted what it means to trust our way of being. And since gaining an understanding of self-trust, I can no longer take myself for granted. Taking for granted my choices would be the equivalent of climbing back into the grave that I fought to come out of. Trust is replaced my self-doubts by deliberately choosing my self-conception, which in my case, it's being unbound. That has freed me to explore all the conceptions of myself, conceptions once hidden in the shame of should. So, what substantiates my positivity? It's the ability to be positive that I am creating my reality. I am embracing who I choose to be through being unbound from the BS of should. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Cher, Unbound Life Detective at your service. Be well. Sending you support and much love. Mm -hmm.